Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. This is the round two wrap-up for the AFL season. My name is Heath, and the first question I ask each week is the highlight of the week. So, Josh, you got a highlight of the week past? Yeah, um, I found out I got nine in the office tipping comp, so uh, that moves you up to equal first. There's, a, there's a few uh, perfect scores across the across the board this year, uh, mm. sorry, this week, um, compared to round one. We've yeah, got a few tight buttholes with some of those those uh, games finishing up too. <laughs> I, I, I didn't get nine. I missed out on the Tigers. Oh, yeah. But as a North supporter, it must have been like a fair bit of that game where you're like, God damn it, I didn't tip my own team. Going to get eight, not instead of nine. It didn't even uh, enter my mind. Um, <laughs> didn't much, win. <laughs> well, honestly, I didn't think uh, North had come anywhere near it. Uh, I thought they'd give it a shake. But I knew they'd run out of legs in the last quarter because pretty much none of them had a full preseason. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I, it was one of those uh, bittersweet parts, especially because... Uh, I was watching the game looking after the young lad and I was massively distracted for a lot of it. Yeah. And at the end of three-quarter time, I thought the game was over. Uh, literally, I thought that was the fourth quarter. So um, <laughs> you can imagine my bitter disappointment where I thought we'd uh, managed to grind out a, a bit of a win and then... Uh, thought the boys weren't celebrating too much? Yeah, I thought, geez, they've, they've taken that a bit easy. They must have really, really smashed. And then, uh, good for us the season too. Noticed the heads-up graphic had uh, 3Q on it. And I thought, ah... That, uh, that explains why there's no song, no celebration. Um, and Just obviously, keeping a lid on it. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Um, and obviously that uh, that was kind of where a lot of the other players thought the game ended too. Yeah. So, Brenton, you got a highlight of the week? Well, I didn't get to, to watch my Tigers play because I was working. So I uh, had the girlfriend's birthday on the weekend. April Fool's, of course. That's when she's born. Um, so I went out to Heston's for dinner, which is actually really, really good. I was actually quite impressed by it. Um, Seven sizes were actually quite massive. I'm going to eat two courses. I know it sounds stupid to say, but I've heard nothing but good things about it. Yeah. Well, which, you know, expect for the ludicrous prices and the reputation that comes yeah, with it. Yeah, that's it. And it's just like, it's a well-ordered machine as well. Like, from the service, from when you walk in, it's all, like, very, uh, almost perfect, you know what I mean? So, but, um, very much like watching the Tigers. Yeah, well, well yes. just, let's be honest. I mean, you get drunk there, and that's about what gets through it. Um, <laughs> speaking of drunk, I'm going to go through my beers of the week again. Beers of the week, yes. Beers of the week. Uh, I feel like I've been a bit harsh on, on the Adelaide teams uh, the past preseason. And so, whatnot. Southwark Lager? <laughs> Those anti-gay guys, Cooper, that's what we got. No. <laughs> um, and also, there's a, a Pirate Week coming up. So, my beer of the week is the Pirate Life IPA. Small little brewery out in South Australia. Making a cracking uh, IPA, nice big hoppy beer. Hop picking season too, so I'm guessing for next month I'm going to have big boy beers, big hoppy beers. So yeah, get down. I saw it actually stocked them in um, uh, Woolworths and shit. I don't know whatever, okay. they're, whatever they're fucking. Well, they're Dan O'Connell, man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Dan O'Connell. Uh, Dan, Murphy's. Dan Murphy's. Yeah, Dan Murphy's got a pretty good range now. So yeah, my beer of the week is Pirate Life IPA. Get behind that one. It's a crack of a beer. Right. Perfect for the hop season now. Well, my highlight of the week was uh, I went to the Hawthorne Adelaide game. Yep. 
Um, and now, as is tradition, whenever we go to uh, the MCG, we check on the Scots Transport uh, box. Yep. I've got two good pieces of news. One, it was still empty. Yep. But two, I feel like we've been heard. There's right. a security guard out the front of it. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to think, how could I take a photo of him in front of the Scots box without him thinking I'm taking a photo? You said, excuse me, mate, just uh, doing some uh, promotion for Scots. Just get out of the way. <laughs> um, so I, I, even though I feel like we, we haven't been offered the uh, the box sitting uh, role yet, I feel like they have heard us. Yeah. And they've decided to take measures. So well, I, well, I consider that a win. Those measures didn't include dusting the place. No, no, still nothing else had changed. The lights hadn't been turned on. The Guernseys were still up on the uh, on the wall. Yeah, they've got moths in the Guernseys. Uh, I think there's a few players still in them. Yeah, like you, you, know, <laughs> you remember a couple of years ago when Gavin Wanganeen had his uh, grand final uh, Guernsey nicked and they gave it back to him. Oh yeah, yeah. Port Adelaide did a video. Yeah, I reckon it was just hanging on the wall in the Scots transport <laughs> box. Probably. No one had noticed. <laughs> Anyway, so we'll get into the footy. We mentioned uh, the Tigers. They're two from two on Thursday nights this season. Yep. Um, this is, like I said, the one game I missed out on picking, but uh, they they went the hard way about well, it. Well, I mean, let's be fair. Collingwood messed up in the first half with a poor kicking. Had plenty of chances, kicking. and that's where they lost the game. Oh, wasn't it horrible to see? Yeah, it was terrible. <laughs> terrible to see. Like I said, I catch a replay. I couldn't watch it live, which is unfortunate, but I had a little screen up at, at work, following along, and I was like, oh, shit, here we go, here we go. Not again, not again. But um, look, it was just uh, uh, the forward line pressure from the Tigers sort of did it in the end. And I mean, it's about time Cochin had a captain's performance in yeah, a game that certainly did. when we needed it. So that was great to see as well. And young guys stepping up too. Like Dusty did his part, but you weren't Dusty reliant, which is good to see. He was a bit cheeky, Dusty, at one stage. Remember he... Like Dusty, no. He, um, he ran, fended off one player, fended <laughs> off another, ran to another player just to fend him off. And then um, <laughs> got caught running. I think too another far. one. Yeah, umpire's gone. You run too far. Yeah. Like, come on, um, those fend off counters are bounce, surely. And, and sometimes these don't argues are really looking for an argument. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. That was that was a. It was a. It's like a. It's like a text from the wife that says, "Who's Jessica? <laughs> you over there? Smell my palm." <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'll tell you what. Uh, if Richmond do manage to uh, build on this start, it's going to be the. Biggest bandwagon you've ever seen because last week uh, Virat Kohli yeah. came out as a, a Tiger supporter, and I think around half a billion Indians jumped on board that shit. Yeah. So if we and end you've up, you've ever with... seen Indian train too? There's plenty, <laughs> plenty, 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 plenty of space in that bandwagon. <laughs> Safety, not yeah. a, not a key idea. Yeah. We got, we got and Licked in that category. But yeah, you can imagine. Um, I, I would really like to see um, Tigers play a game over in India. Just because then they could say they've expanded and they'd probably do a better job than Port Adelaide and Koshi would lose his fucking mind. Okay, so, uh, if uh, Gold Coast don't get invited back to China, yeah. take them to India. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. not a bad idea, yeah, actually. Keep going. And I mean, they'll have their sports, or they get behind a bit of AFL. I mean, well, the thing is, I, I've heard that they've tried to, you know, they're trying to expand into other yeah. countries and stuff like that. India is the best place because they have cricket grounds. Yeah. And also, live betting. Yeah. <laughs> Might be still illegal, but they don't care. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Well, there's, there's a will, there's a way. It's one thing they learned from the British um, and Pakistan. You touched on a point there uh, with Dusty. He still had a good game, and I reckon he might yeah. pick up one vote, mm. but he wasn't the old conquering um, that he was the last week, yep. which is almost good for Richmond. Exactly, yeah. Because mm. he was the sole reason they won last week. You know, yeah. Pitiful display. I was due to some uh, real tight pressure as well. Like, he got uh, marked pretty well. Um, so, it wasn't all just him sort of fading out. Collingwood did a great job sort of trying to hold him down. But uh, in response to that, Richmond did a good job rotating people through the middle as well. Yeah. They, weren't, they weren't a, a solid structure in the middle. It was always people coming through. How good was Nankivis? Oh, my God. Like, yeah. Two solid efforts back-to-back. He yep. is shaping up to be, well, in the conversation of a Premier Ruckman. 
Yeah, and like we were talking about preseason, where Ruckman these days has got to be dual position players. It can't just be a straight Ruckman. And the Curvis has proven he's he's worth across that that forward half line. Um, taking marks. Also, not a bad kick. I mean, he's not great, but oh, for a Ruckman, he's good he's enough. Good. Yeah, he's confident enough. And, yeah. Is it Nankervis or Nankervis? Uh, I don't know. Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> I've only just gotten around marriage. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, it was good to see the Tigers actually uh, come out under the pressure uh, against an old foe who usually they would fall in those moments. But um, Trelaw still outstanding, oh, uh, no, best on ground, incredible by game. Yeah. yeah, he played fantastic. Yeah, um, and it was uh, Cochin that got him twice in the last quarter. Yeah, his yep. tackling was fantastic, wasn't it? What I liked about it too was Cochin. Um, he didn't remember last year. He gave him a little pat on the head, yeah. bit him in the ass. This time he got him dead and buried. Game's over. Nothing. Yeah, Just exactly. No. I'm professional what, now. Learned yeah. my fucking lesson. <laughs> I think they might listen to us too. It's got to embrace the bad boy image. I think that's the only thing we're going for us at the moment <laughs> is we can try and intimidate people because we don't have it on skills. So. Yeah, I did see on Saturday, um, Dane Swan came out and said he's come back to Collingwood and Dusty's going to join him there next year. Um, obviously, Saturday being the 1st of April. Yep. Collingwood, uh, first club ever to be stood over. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny to see a lot of the Collingwood supporters suddenly love Dusty <laughs> until they realised what day it was. Let's be honest. I mean, he'd fit right into a Collingwood uh, fan base. <laughs> I love how um, you know when players move clubs, everyone's you know, oh, I hate this bastard. Now he's at my club. Oh, he's great. Yeah. He's great. I'll give you a tip. Hasn't happened with Tyrone Vickery. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but we'll go, we'll get to that. <laughs> Let's be honest. Once they play Richmond, he's going to turn one on. You can just see it. <laughs> All I'm saying, Richmond two and zero, Hawthorne zero and two, and Vickery's the difference. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah. That and uh, no stats to back that up. But, uh, finals. I'm running with that. <laughs> But also, Will Hoskin Elliott, what a great game by him. Um, kicking up three goals, uh, got the ball when it mattered as well, and was one of the people that used it decently. Not not perfect, but yeah. uh, still room to improve. But yeah, getting, getting around there well. to, to, to get it. So I thought he had a, a good effort. Um, I saw more of uh, Pendlebury's game as well, because uh, yep. I was watching him for a little bit. Um, he looks like he's now just settled into that senior role, because I think he's is he 29 or 30. Around there, yeah. Uh, getting there now. Um, yeah. And he's the type of player who's got that poise that he can keep going, I think, for yeah. four or five years. And he just sort of cemented that for me. Yeah. It, yeah. It's good as well because you've got Adams and Trelaw who can do the hard running grunt work. Yeah. And uh, Pendlebury will do the thinking for him. Exactly. And Pendlebury can play any position on the ground, more or less. Yeah. So yeah. he's much more versatile. And you'd, at that age, you don't want to be able to flog in the guts out of him um, just because you have to, you know what I mean? So it's really good that uh, Trelaw. Also, um, uh, Maine got his first gig for the for the year. He was a late inclusion, I think. Yeah, still in the lip, so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't looking good for him. Um, but uh, they need him to stand up. That's the, the problem. I'll tell you what, we bumped up uh, Nankervis, and yet somehow Grundy needs a, a pump up too because he had a, a great yeah, game. Yeah, Despite Grundy the fact did. playing on each other, they yep. both had really impactful games. Isn't it amazing? I think Grundy's turned into the player they hoped Josh Fraser would be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's fair. That extra tall ruck rover. Yep. Um, but he's far more mobile and, uh, yeah, very, very handy. How long yeah. is he contracted for? Yeah, because <laughs> I can see him going. Yeah. He'll sign on again, don't worry about that. Yeah, he'll have no worries with that. Yeah. But, so, um, oh, and um, oh, down back for um, uh, held uh, revolt. Uh, side bottom, was it? Uh, I think so. I think they swapped off. Gold sack. Sw- swapped off him, yeah, yeah. yeah gold, sack gold sack was marking very well. Um, Got him for three quarters, perfect. Kept him, well, kept him well under a blanket. Um, looked, uh, looked really good running off him too. Yeah, no, he's a quality player. So, uh, goal sack. I've always liked him. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, another good win for the Tigers. Um, don't know how long we'll keep this up for because <laughs> well, uh, we're going to come against come up against talent pretty soon. Well, really, if the Tigers were zero two, uh, hard work would be looking at very hard, and yeah. I don't think he'd see out. You know, he wouldn't see the winter. Yeah. Um, but they're two and zero, and he's laughing. Uh, next game, if he uh, doesn't get sacked next week, 
he'll outlast the NRL Tigers coach for this yeah. year. <laughs> so there's a first milestone down. Yeah. On to the grand final replay and the unveiling of the flag for only the second time in their history. Uh, the Bulldogs uh, turn it on against the Swans um, yeah. through most of the game. And to be honest, it was only through the br- brilliance of Buddy Franklin that uh, yeah. Swans had a chance. Yeah, we had a huge, was it last quarter? It kicked oh, like three in yeah. like five minutes, something stupid. It was amazing. And um, Sam Reid um, kicked six. six. Yeah, but six Buddy, Buddy gave him a few of those as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, not that, you know, take nothing away from Sam Reid, but geez, doesn't it look more dangerous up uh, up front with him and uh, Buddy rather than Buddy and Tippett? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's always a blessing in disguise that Tippett uh, has gone injuries again, I think, yeah. isn't he? Yeah. yeah. Did, uh, I can't remember what he did, but yeah. His ankle. Ankle, yeah. So it's looking like. Uh, I mean, you don't need Buddy one out anymore because of people that can drop in there and fill it in. But yep. still, it was it was the the Western Bulldogs' ability to be able to spread from that midfield that, that oh, ran off their yeah. feet. Yeah. Cloak Stringer and Boyd up forward, so pretty, yeah, pretty nice bunch of blokes to kick to. Yeah, I mean, a Cloak I think is much better without that pressure because yeah. he's, he's not so so reliant on him kicking goals for, in order them to sort of reward the midfield for their hard work. It's, it is rewarding the midfield as well um, with Cloak because he is that uh, that get out for them that they have that the Bulldogs haven't had before. Yeah, yeah, um, and it also lets the little fellas run around him. Exactly but right. Ja- Jakey Stringer, uh, you got Cloak in the goal square. Jakey Stringer out of the center square. Yeah, Jesus Christ, it's tough. Like, yeah, he kicked two goals from the center square. Yeah, and even Boyd put his hand up, took a bit of a took a nice grab, took a nice grab. Yeah, and it, was, it was a round of nice grabs actually. Yeah. On cloak, he's four two for the season, so he's running it uh, better than even money, which he hasn't done yeah, in recent memory. Forever, forever, yeah. Forever. yeah. Um, lucky that uh, doesn't show out of bounds on the full two. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> but, but let's uh, move on. Yeah, some nice long that. passes for the first row. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, now there were some con- contentious free yeah. kicks. The one it was Alia Alia was called for holding um, Tom Boyd. Yeah, yeah. That was. One of the worst decisions I've seen because it was barely a finger tapper. Yeah, um, it was the worst decision until the next day. But never mind. Um, but the rush behind, I had no problem with it. Yeah, no, I thought that was a little bit rush behind. And I thought some of the the worst decisions ever were a bit overstated too. Oh, I fucking hope they were. <laughs> I mean, it's all about the game being interpretive, and I like to see it go a step further and make it more interpretive. I think you get rid of the goalposts, where the goal umpire have to figure out if it was a goal or not. <laughs> Jumpers for really goalposts. With it. Yeah, that way you can get rid of the review. Get the Oz kickers and put their bags. <laughs> yeah, they can be the goalposts. <laughs> that way you can really, you know, just uh, no sure thing ever. Or just ped in the goal square at both ends. <laughs> yeah. Um, where else are we going with it? Oh, yeah. Uh, on the good news for the Swans, um, Oliver Florent. Yeah. Kicking, running down JJ, who had no idea he was there, yep. but um, been able to kick it from the boundary line. Yeah. Not a bad way to open your account. Yeah, he's had a good uh, good couple of games, actually. Yeah, put him in JLT as well. Put him in my Super League uh, Super Coach, yeah. Super okay. Coach team. Um, he's, he's played well enough for the young people, what you expect from him. Um, it's still going to be interesting where he slots into that side permanently. It really looks a bit like Jack Silvani. Just yeah, in the face. Bit. yeah, yeah, a little bit actually. Yeah, I know. I always like lookalikes. Yeah, um, but what I was thinking when I was watching the game too, when Buddy turned it on, yeah, and started kicking those bombs from sixty. Yeah, what what was great about it was as soon as he gets the ball, everybody knows what's going to happen. Yeah, everybody in the entire stadium, and they know it's going straight through the middle. Yeah, you're almost better off when he marks it on sixty. Give him the 50-meter penalty. <laughs> Let him have a set shot from 10 out. Yeah. I'd rather he had a shot from there than 
on the angle from 55 yeah. on the run. They call that a smart foul. Yeah, yeah. A professional <laughs> foul. <throws. Yep. laughs> exactly. He is Shaquille. Like a 55 yeah. meter bomb is like a dunk. Yeah. And that's the thing is that you know it uh, because it's almost his trademark. It's his Air yeah. Jordan. You know what I mean? You see it and there's nothing you can do about it. But yeah, he almost changed the, the tire of that game on his own boot, which he's done many times. And so it was really interesting to see how they counteracted that. And they didn't. They didn't. No. <laughs> they just, they just what you know, do you do? kick more. Exactly, yeah. They just work harder. What was the Jordan rules? He can score his points. We'll just try and get more without him. Yeah, they almost failed that one because uh, he almost did it. I tell you, it's worked many times before. Yeah. But the, the real problem for the Swans is uh, Parker, Hanbury, Jack, and Kennedy. Yeah. None of them are dominating. Yeah, they looked um, like... They've looked slow. Not just a chink in their arm. It looked like yeah. they had no armour anymore. Yeah, it, it, you've got a question, are they 100%? Yeah, exactly. And like, No, they're not. They can't, can't be. And then, if they're not, why the fuck are they out there? Yeah, because Hanbury had a very interrupted preseason. Yeah, well, yeah. you could get them you right. Them on. Yeah, exactly. R- run them through the knee for Especially them. Especially, like, it's round one and two, so you yeah. you, you put them out to, to start away the fuck you do with them for a couple of weeks and if then you, give young kids a run. If you're putting men on the park that are not 100% yep. at the first opening bounce, yeah. then you get what you deserve. Yeah, I think it's a bit mental, too, with... Uh, those young lads could be yeah they're still waiting on he, he need to come back did he play uh, that game he's still no he's off. glandular fever yeah that's right so I, I oh, don't shit. think glandular he, fever yeah, he won't be they're not looking for him back this week but the following week against yep. West Coast yeah I'm just going to be a fitness test anyway because that shit can you know yeah, glandular fever comes back doesn't it yeah, well, you yeah. Can, you I, don't get rid of yeah, it I don't know yeah. I think it's a bit funny sometimes yeah is that Ross River? I don't know. Uh, Ross River definitely comes Both. back. I think glandular yeah. fever can last a little bit, but I don't think yeah. you get it twice. But I yeah, fuck it, I'm not a doctor. Yeah. There's been an outbreak of Ross River too, so I mean, they're both similar. Um, Just because you're not a doctor doesn't mean you can't comment on medical things, apparently, in uh, this internet age. I think it's lupus. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be fucking lupus. Uh, but there's another good up uh, win for the Bulldogs. They still, they've got an extra gear. Yeah, I they think. do. They've got the more right. They've got so many people that can put their hand up and, I mean... And turn it up. Yeah. yeah. There's always they, someone that's willing to To, to run. They role. run in packs for each other. Yeah. On that, I heard uh, Jakey Stringer on the radio the morning after. And yep. it was a very, to be honest, the first half was a very poor interview. It was just, oh, yeah, yeah, nah. And then for some reason, he just loosened up. Yep. And he was talking to Robbo and Dermy. And they started <laughs> asking about his kids and right. stuff like that. Because he's a young lad with a couple of kids. Yeah. Um, and he started to really get into it. And they're saying, like, who around the club, um, you know, would be your, your babysitters? And he goes, oh, like, JJ's basically their stepdad. You know, yeah. he all the time. But he goes, we're at the... Fuck, wouldn't that be a story? We're at the function the other night, and Libba offered his services. <laughs> <laughs> Not interested, mate. <laughs> Don't need it at all. Uh, I think Libba needs Zero percent fucking chance. <laughs> oh, my God. That'd be some stories, wouldn't it? I did see their banner uh, for Libba. Yep. Yep. I think it was... Uh, Hundred hundred great games and for the Bulldogs for the Bulldogs and one uh, spectacular game for Vietnam Swans or whatever it was that's what it was yeah, yeah. yeah it was brilliant You've done well um, on to Saturday yeah, and Port Adelaide's the Crows uh, getting over the line against the Hawks Hawks started off with the house on fire kicked six one in the first six two yeah there you go six two um, and then just slowed down from there. Well, you're always waiting for it to happen, weren't you? Because it looked like the Crows were ready to turn on, and there were too many contenders to, or too many like top contenders for Hawks to try and cover. I think yeah. the Hawks, Hawks still lacking in some some key positions. Well, for my money, Tex Walker was the difference. Uh, Eleven score involvements he had, yeah. which is from a captain, brilliant. Uh, from a full forward, you might think maybe have a crack at a few yourself, champ. But uh, 
Two goal return for a full forward's not great, but eleven score involvements, you'll take that every week. And that's mm-hmm. just, that's just what you need out of the big forwards these days, because it's very easy to lock them down with a, a team strategy uh, in defence. Well, I thought they actually did a good job on on Tex because they had Ryan Burton playing on him um, for a little bit, which I thought was weird. Um, he's got right. Frawley down there, yeah. but for me, the difference was Sam Jacobs, hundred oh, yeah. percent. They yep. could not, um, they couldn't. McAvoy could not match him. Yep. And when McAvoy had to go on the bench, yeah. um, he absolutely towered up Vickery. Yeah. And it's, they covered all the outlets, and every time Hawthorne kicked down the line, Sam Jacobs took a fucking contested mark. And that's what Adelaide needed, was someone big to be able to play a, a key role down back against yeah. a, a key forward. Um, especially with Jenkins going down. What did he end up getting? Like a, look, looked like... It looks like nothing now. It looked like... Really? I th- when it went down, I thought, that's a punctured line. Yeah, Out exactly. of doubt, the way he's acting. Right on the point of the elbow. No, he's a chance of playing this week. Oh, wow. Well, a little soft cock. <laughs> <laughs> but I was, here I was thinking that um, Tigers might have snatched up uh, Mark of the Week, or Mark of the Round, or whatever it was, with uh, Griffiths taking a hanger, and then Poplo Pop- came and... What do you call that? Oh, it's just, I don't know. You call it just bullshit, really. <laughs> Pushing the back. It, yeah. it is a genuine, absolute screamer. Like Mark leap. Yeah, all leap. Yeah. One grab, too. Yep. Um, you're going to say, Griffin must have looked at him and went, oh, fuck, don't God worry about that. It. Yeah. <laughs> I can't even... I thought I was in a chance for Mark of the Year. I'm not even Mark of yep. the Week. Exactly right. And uh, there were a few of them this week as well. So uh, it was good to see Popolo at least giving something for the fans. You know, he's still got the hops. Yeah, took an amazing mark and then kicked it 20 metres backwards almost straight away. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, oh, for fuck's sake. Yep. But yeah, contested marks is where Hawks lost it. A 22 to 6 or something like that it was. Yep. Could not take a mark to save their life, and I blame Tyrone Vickery. <laughs> so he had nine hitouts, Tyrone. Yeah. Cirrioli had two. Yeah. Well, Cyril's the other interesting thing, too, because he's had a, a second quiet week, but I reckon he was in the centre bounce maybe once for yep. the entire day. Uh, whereas last year he was probably th- three or four a quarter. Yeah. So they're not putting him on the ball, which to me says. Mm, not maybe, quite right. Maybe he's not quite right. Yeah. But, mm. if you, like I said, you know five minutes ago if you go into games with players that aren't quite right at the opening bounce you get what you deserve yeah, yeah. and you're at the game what was the crowd like was a big crowd there or oh, four, just under 40 that's actually pretty good yeah, yeah it, was a, it was a decent decent enough crowd it's not too bad um, what about a mirror run around is he right is he 100% uh, he's, he hasn't played in two years Yeah, he, he's still getting up to it just a bit of ring rust I think he's 100% but yeah it's ring rust um, it might be confidence in himself he had 36 yeah. touches it's not a bad not a bad day out he, he yeah, 36, but only yeah. because the stat sheet said so. Mm. You, you wouldn't know it watching. Yeah. Um, and, and same with Tom Mitchell. I think they had 70-odd between them. Yeah. But they weren't damaging. Yeah. Um, and I think that's the problem with Hawthorne at the minute. When they're at the stoppages, like little handballs to each other, yeah. everybody's standing still. Yeah. So the one bloke can cover all of them. And then when the opposition has the ball in the same uh, situation, yeah. there'll be like three Hawthorne defenders and they all go straight to the ball. Yeah. Which means a little dinky handball over the top and they're away. Yep. But you find that a lot in some teams now where it's almost assumed that a player is good by himself. Like those one percenters don't matter as much anymore where you'll see two people go off the ball, one will run off instead of putting their shepherd and giving yeah. them free in the space up yep. just to get the ball back themselves. Yeah, and that's confidence in your teammates. And that's what the Bulldogs do. Yeah. One boat goes in, well, he's got it, I can get the next one. Yep. Mm. It's not, of, not happening at the minute. What's the record for tackles in the game? Libertoria has it. Uh, it's like, no, they spoke about about 100 times on... Friday I've got a night. feeling it was about 18. Yeah, 18, 19. Yeah. Um, Rory Sloan had 15, so he got pretty damn close to that. Yeah, he had a very quiet game though, Rory, I thought. Looks like uh, 16 tackles. That's a damn good game if you're playing a shutdown role. Uh, not for your number one playmaker though. Yeah. No, 25 disposals with it and one goal one. It's not a bad return, plus yeah. six marks. Yeah, there you go. Okay, it was, it was a better game than I, I thought watching it. But like, 
what's his name? Um, oh God, Mackay. Mackay. Have I gone wrong? Mackay. Yeah. Yeah, he, he had a great game. Yeah, yep. he stood up, and he's that's where you didn't expect it. And Charlie Cameron. Yeah. Well, he's uh, one that we pegged uh, preseason just didn't have a big year. He's had a big year. Yeah, yeah. He, he started off on the right foot. He's a talent. He's, yeah, he's definitely he's, got the skills. He like he's slick. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, reminds me of um, uh, Gilbert McAdam. Gilbert McAdam. Go on, one back. Here we go <laughs> uh, for the Sanders. Yeah. 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 Fair enough. Just that um, that clever slickness, but also workmanlike about his ability to run. Yeah. That's why I feel like the last couple of years he's been a little goal sneak. And yep. now he's he's not just a goal sneak. Yeah, he can still kick him around the corner without looking. No worries, mm. but he's uh, he's also a link player. And it's more confidence, I think, that he's found because at times he was good at finding space, but second guessing himself a little bit. But he can mm. really take a game on and maybe uh, comfortable in his position. Yeah, yep. doesn't have to worry that he's going to get dropped next week. Yeah, and I think with the Adelaide Crows, is that their mid tier players have really stepped it up uh, this yep. year, especially. And I think that's what's so been a big difference in them being able to. Um, be resuming in a game and uh, if one person's fallen down they've always got people that are going to yeah. put their hand up and, and mm. come through uh, Rory Laird uh, has been a standout yep. for the first couple of games Charlie Cameron's still got nine tackles so that's a pretty good return like anytime you see midfielders with decent tackles and a bit of disposal you're thinking these boys are hungry they're on yeah and it's all about pressure as well because especially from mm. um, forward line pressure you need your midfielders to be up there and be aware uh, as yep. soon as the point's there because you can't let them get out quickly that's what that's what makes a difference especially with the MCG we got lots of space uh, it was funny uh, with Eddie Betts as well because I thought Eddie Betts was beaten on the day. Yep. Um, he probably only impacted um, the game maybe four times. Yep. Kicked three goals. Yeah. And that's how good he is. Had a cracker goal too from the oh, check side from the, from the corner. Yeah, a couple of them from the, yep. from the corner. And one, uh, the one where he faked, was it, I think it might have been Frawley was the man oh, on the yeah. mark, ran and kicked it on his left yep. without a problem yep. uh, from about... Yep. 35 to 40. To be honest, that was terrible from Frawley to fall for that one. <laughs> Wasn't it? That was fucking horrible. You talk about Buddy when everyone knows what he's going to do. Yeah. Everyone knows exactly what uh, Eddie bets. But he forced him to go left and Eddie said, I can do that. Yeah. I, oh, <laughs> I didn't mean to do that. I'm Eddie. I can do those things. But the thing is, dude, like, Eddie, to me, will always have an impact because the team has to be aware of him. Like, yeah. Even if he has, yeah. doesn't touch the ball all day, you can guarantee everyone's looking at him. Yeah. The opposition, I mean. Yeah. So he's a, he's a brilliant weapon to have in the forward line. Yeah, the yeah, forward line that also boasts Jenkins and Walker. Yeah, he takes a good defender. That's what he does. Yeah, he scares the shit out of defenders because yep. no one wants to end up on the fucking highlight reel of the week. Yeah, exactly. And he can do that in the air or on the boundary. And that's one thing that Adelaide improved uh, again this season. There's a bit more intimidation, a bit more toughness. Uh, yep. Especially um, Matt Crouch doing good things in the yeah. middle as well. Like mm. uh, he's almost turned into uh, what Ed Kernow should have been if he didn't get yeah. injured. Um, so that's what they needed: someone that's going to be hard running and uh, put a bit of fear into the opposition. Um, well, you need that intimidatory sort of level. And they've got yeah. a McGovern in there too, which is uh, always handy to have. I wouldn't call him intimidating, yeah. McGovern, though. <laughs> His last name's intimidating. Yeah, yeah. well, yeah, if you've been getting confused. <laughs> <laughs> Old spaghetti arms that he is. Um, it was a good weekend of footy, um, but that can't be said for Giants versus the Suns. Well, it's yeah. good if you're a Giant supporter. Is that our first 100-point dropping for the year? Uh, I'm somewhere, I'm pretty sure. I don't think there was one last week, but it could be wrong. No, because yeah. it was Brisbane versus Gold Coast, wasn't it? Yeah, and that was one point or something. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's right, because the uh, Crows were the biggest winners of the week before. Yeah, it wasn't 100. Um, it's, this is kind of what we expected from GWS. It uh, is. Everyone thought they'd get the wake-up call the week before, Yeah, and out they come. Yeah, I mean, they had, what was it, like three or four people kicking over four goals yeah. each or something like that. Toby was, Green taking good marks. Yeah, kicked five, I think. Yeah, and Cameron just, whenever he felt like it, ran yep. out and... Yeah, where he went. Actually, one of the young lads on Reddit 
put it uh, pretty succinctly in that lead, on-field leadership is where they're fucked. Uh, uh, you're talking about the Suns? The Suns, yeah. yeah. Like, G. Ablett, brilliant player, don't get me wrong, but uh, who's their, their on-field leader? Like, you look at play, uh, teams that could have used a bloke like Sam Mitchell and Gold Coast to be the number one, although God, yeah. why the yeah. fuck he'd go there, I have no idea. But uh, look, if they're not throwing money at someone, like, uh, say, even Luke Hodge, he probably wouldn't take it, but you'd, you've got to make that offer. Because no. uh, who would be on-field leaders that they might be able to attract? No, no, no one. Yeah, trying to get a good pharmacist in China, I think. Yeah, yeah. Like it's it's one of those ones where who are the best captains going around at the moment? You reckon? Uh, yeah, I mean, you can have a Selwood or, or uh, yeah, something going. like that, but I yeah, think that they can't say over th- anybody over thirty. Forget about exactly. recruiting over thirties. Yeah. yeah, actually, forget about twenty-seven. Yeah, let's just leave that out yeah. because you get a twenty-nine-year-old in the Gold Coast. He's probably not going to play finals there. Exactly. Yeah. Regardless yeah. how good, because um, you know his career is just not going to be that long. Yeah. I think they've got the finally they've got the right leadership there in Lynch and May, yeah. but they've yeah. been there for five minutes as leaders. Yep, um, May to me is the one. Yeah, he definitely, and he is a you know come with me, you know type exactly. Of yeah, Lynch is a freak um, forward and an athletic monster, um, but I mean they haven't had Ablett out there for two years really. Yeah, now he's out there and it looks like he's come back to reality. Yep, yeah, almost like we thought this was. He's, jo- he's Jordan in 45. He's Jordan at the Wizards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jordan in 45 was still pretty decent. Yeah, he was. He was good <laughs> for half a season. Yeah. But, and the thing with May is that he's one of the people that will still get pissed off about this loss, whereas yep. everyone's like, oh, that's what we expected kind of thing. He's that, always defeated. That's what I fucking hate, is when teams have honourable losses and they're like, yeah, no, we're pretty happy with that. Fuck you. Yeah, this wasn't honourable. No, yeah, this was... No. And you get it done by 100 points, you should be hurting. Every fucking player should be hurting. But I mean, even in the last quarter, the game's over, and they're still, what, eight goals to one? Yep. Exactly. And I saw online people complaining about the crowds there. It's like, well, who's going to get a big crowd against uh, Gold Coast this season? It's not going to happen. I mean, the um, novelty of going to watch Ablett, like we said, it's not there anymore. Exactly. Yeah. Which is unfortunate. Like, uh, you know, it'll be there at Skilled Stadium next year. Definitely. Pretty much longer. I'm watching again. How bad does Gold Coast have to be that you'd leave the weather and the lifestyle you get there to go to Geelong? It's, yeah. it's up there. I mean, you, you know, you've got, obviously he's got a job in Geelong, which is, uh, you know, something... Whatever he wants. <laughs> not everyone there can, in Geelong can say. Not many other people in Geelong can. Yeah, anyone can be mayor there, so... Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, everybody's gone through all the mistakes uh, the Suns have made over the years. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I, I don't think that they're going to improve until Rockets moved on. Yeah. And whoever is in their development or recruiting... Yep, I, I want to see May get pissed at other players. I, I want to see him turn into that "don't fuck up my club" sort of bloke. Yeah, or maybe they can have a line in the sand game ten weeks in a row. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I mean, if they if all the players are going to miss through injury, like last year they had what twenty four fit, fit players yeah. at one stage. Fuck it, let's make sure we're going to miss. Yeah, they might look a bit better next year when they've got Andrew Swallow up there. Well, actually, speaking of coaching changes, Solly got accepted into the... Level, level five. five. whatever it is, the head yeah. coaching academy or whatever it is. I think yeah. it's only three people get accepted a year or something like that. So It's very, very small numbers. Yeah, they've got some options there, but uh, let's be honest, he's not going to stay there. <laughs> <laughs> um, for his sake, I hope, I hope not. Yeah. Can you imagine that? Like, they come in, yeah, look, uh, we're looking at moving Rocket on. Uh, congratulations, you got the job. Uh, can I think about it? <laughs> oh, can I get back to your Monday, oh, maybe? You, you do a caretaker. Yeah, caretaker exactly. doesn't harm your chances. Caretaker's great. Well, I mean, um, Brendan Bolton got a job um, basically by being a caretaker. Yeah, that's true, actually. Without those five rounds, I don't think he's coaching Carlton. Yep, yep, that's a fair call. 
Do you reckon he wishes he'd thrown those games now? No, I think he loves coaching. <laughs> I think he could lose 22 games a year, but if they put in an effort, he'd be like, man, I'm so happy, so proud of my boys. He just, <laughs> you couldn't disappoint him. Yeah. <laughs> um, on to Essendon and, and uh, Brisbane. Brisbane looked like they were going to steal this one for a moment. It was yep. a better game than I thought it would be. I thought it had no... Uh, no, actually, I thought it'd be okay, but yeah, I, I agree. It was better than I, I thought. Although the major disappointment I have... Because Brisbane put in a good effort. They did. I felt. Uh, except for Daniel Rich. Yeah. I, he hasn't kicked on, has he? No, he, he showed a lot probably, was it two or three years ago? Oh, he won the Rising Star? Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I can't remember. And the year he, Nick looked, he beat Nick Nat. He looked it. like a tank at that stage, like yeah. a, a mobile tank. Uh, he had great run, great hardness, fantastic decision making. And since then, I don't fucking know. I'm trying to think who it was, but uh, one of the forwards up there um, said he was the best kick that, to a lead that they'd ever seen. Yeah, um, he said it was amazing how good it was. Yeah, um, and unfortunately, it's, it's never really gone through. Mind you, he he's, hasn't had much else to work with around him either. Exactly, and he's been years. a bit of a, a workhorse in the middle as well, which sort of yeah. didn't allow him to prove what he can do. Sort of in the free flow of the game, he's always yeah. in and under. Well, I found he's got a huge boot, and like I said, oh, yeah. as a lot of times he's the one that's putting off the hands to people because he's the one doing all the hard work under yeah. the pack. So it's tough for him to really explore what he's capable of. I tell you what, uh, Hipwood's going to be a great player once he finds a, a barber and the weights room. <laughs> yeah, they've got a few of them though. Yeah. Um, I, don't, um, I don't know if he's eligible for the Rising Star, but if he is, he might give it a shake. Yeah, he, he probably yeah. played too many games last year, but um, yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I, I could look it up, but I could be asked. No, and I mean, from this game, it was. Uh, I mean. Brisbane looked like they were going to get there, but you never, you never thought they would. If that makes sense, yeah. So even when they come back, really you're like, oh, like it's it. kind of, it's kind of, you know, you hope they get there, but there's still a bit too much talent on the other side. Um, Zach Merritt's been a standout for for Essendon again. He's one mm-hmm. of the what was he like top ten draft pick from? Oh, you know, I don't think no, he was like he was fifty top or something 10. like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. He, he was he was well down like three three years ago. Really stepped it up. Yeah. Uh, one of the players that really benefited out of everyone else uh, being yeah. off for a year by far. Yeah. Um, so I mean, you got to be excited about him. Uh, Fantasia yeah, as well. Him and Fantasia are going to be a, a real duo. Yeah, mm-hmm. and lots to be excited about Essendon. So uh, get your hopes up, get on the bandwagon, and uh, <laughs> let's watch the wheels fall off. Collier was all right. I thought Collier was all right. Collier yeah. and Watson. I yeah. thought they had uh, they contributed quite positively. I thought Watson was better this week than he was last week. Yeah, yeah. he's not that he was bad last week, mind you. But yeah, he's, yeah. he's the best ex Brownlow medalist I've seen. But the thing is, I still believe in, in Brisbane. I still think they've got a good center uh, center structure there. It's just a matter of whether they can fill it out before they get a bit too old. Um, I found that Dane Beams has uh, yeah. come back from injury and really turned it on. He's, he's done well, especially yeah. he's captain now, isn't he? Yes, Beams captain. So. He's no. taken that on his back and, and pushed forward. And there's some really good plays um, with Rockcliffe as well. Yeah, and him and Zorko work really well together, yeah. I thought. And Zorko's always been uh, a gun. So if they can just fill out, flash out that squad, they've got something there, I think. Oh, they're, they're bookends. Uh, they've got to wait till Shaki's ready because yeah. he didn't play. Yeah. Um, and Matheson, I don't think Matheson played either. No, oh, right. Um, yeah. So, you know, a couple of the their young high draft picks that they're yeah. waiting still. Um, so, yeah, you're right. I think they do have a call there. Maybe three three years' time. Yep. Um, provided no... No, no leaves. Else. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Martin had a good game too. I mean, you know, he's only rucking against McKernan, but he still had 40-plus uh, hitouts to McKernan's 20. Can't argue with that. That's fair enough, no. yeah. That's yeah. what he should be doing too. Absolutely. Yep. He should be probably a bit more, to be honest. But, uh, yeah, yeah. Did, a, did a good job, and I hope he can get back to the form that he threatened to have a couple of years back. Yeah, absolutely. Because um, he's still a massive oh, fucking he's a beast. Monster. Yep. He wants to be. Um, on to the other Saturday night game. And again, much better than it. Uh, I thought it was going to be. I thought yeah. this was going to be close to 100 points. Yep, I thought it was going to be a whitewash. And to be honest, St Kilda should have probably won it. 
They should have, yeah. It's just not being able to put together four quarters again for Saints. They, they did three. They, they improved, but they're still not there to to really nail it. And I mean, bad kicking really lost wow. in the game as well. Six so. goals, seven in the opening quarter. And, yep. and let go, you know, a couple of late goals in that quarter. Yeah, exactly. It should have been over. That should yeah. have been a 10-goal quarter. Yeah. And that's the difference between the, the, the teams that are a little bit fragile. Like yeah. I think I put Richmond in that category and, and Collingwood in that category as well, where... Momentum is a big part of, of their game. When they don't yeah, have it, they can yeah. get lost. Uh, when they do have it, they don't make the most of it. Well, who was the last uh, Western Australian to kick 100 goals in a season? Sumich, if he did. I don't know. I, I don't know if there has been one. Be going back a fair while, I, I reckon. Uh, Kennedy, give it a shake. Yeah, well, he was actually well held for the majority of the day. And yeah. that's what I mean. Like, uh, his accuracy, though, has been spectacular yeah. so far. We what, kicked seven uh, nil um, the previous week, and what did he kick this week? Uh, he kicked four, four, four one, four one. So eleven one so far. Um, I, I th- see. That's the difference in these sides. Like uh, we said, St Kilda wasted their opportunities early on. Yeah. At the end, in the final quarter, uh, the class of West Coast just stood up. Yeah, exactly. And you see, I oh, okay, yeah, he's got it again. And you know they kept finding Kennedy. Yep, and um, I think it was just a repeated effort. St Kilda just grew wearisome for them. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was really hard to keep that up over over four periods and not get the reward out of it. But it's with Kennedy, I find his accuracy makes you even more wary of him because you look at Cloak, you get Cloak and even Buddy to a point, you give a mark away forty out, you know, reasonable angle, and you think there's a chance he'll miss this. You know, I might be saved with Kennedy. Yeah. Fuck, you better really fucking yeah. be praying. Because if there's any chance it's going through, it's going through post high in the right. middle. Out of all the key forwards, um, certainly the one you'd most trust from a set shot in the AFL yep. at the minute. Absolutely. And I don't even think you you could throw another name up there to, no, to I, even contest. I, I, a couple of years back, Bruce went, what, 30 goals straight? Something? Yeah, yeah, something yep. ridiculous like that. But even he's not that reliable anymore. He, he had a no. shocker last year. and yep. Kennedy just keeps going from strength to strength. Yeah, yeah. and I think the Saints needed Carlisle to really do something, but he's just too green. Uh, maybe he yeah. won't actually get there. I'm still not convinced. Uh, he, he, and they've got a hole in their back line. They need a big man like him to feel, or like Hugh Goddard come yeah. back, or someone to really stand up. I don't know if he's the man. I think they might have got the, the dud into that trade. I'll tell you what, I'm glad North made Jack Zebel captain, because otherwise he'd end up at the Saints. Yeah, another yeah. Jack. Yeah, yeah. Exactly, just yep. by the name Jack. Um, speaking of North, then on to the Sunday, and again a game that I thought was going to be closer to 100 points than one. Yep. Um, but uh, God damn it, North has showed something. I, I thought. Um, you, you talk about honourable losses. I, I think this is the most honourable loss I've seen. They gave their all for it. It's a heartbreaker. It, it is a heartbreaker for the North North well, team. Like I s- I've said last week, um, North had such an injury interrupted preseason. I knew they were going to drop off in the fourth quarter. Um, I was disappointed that uh, the end of the third wasn't the end of the fourth, <laughs> like I said earlier. But uh, a lot of good things come out. Losing Goldstein uh, the night before, yeah. obviously yeah. not uh, not ideal. But yep. uh, Prius, I've been on the bandwagon for a while now, and he he played bloody well. I thought he got away with a fine for his uh, his charge. Yeah, I, I, really. One thing I'll say about it. I 100% believe he didn't do it on purpose. Yeah. He is just that uncoordinated <laughs> and doesn't know what he's doing that he's driven the knee square into somebody's back. Yeah, it was funny. Um, watching this game, all I could think of was that Brad Scott's doing his best to get that Richmond job next year. <laughs> <laughs> if if Damien Harvey fucks up, he's got to be... No, just from performance, performance-based it'll be. If he loses by one point from that from that sort of game, yep, definitely got the gig. Even though uh, Paddy Dangerfield had 38 touches, yep. certainly... Um, wasn't as damaging as last time. Last time, he, like we yeah, said, 48. Yeah. 48. And, you know, it was a shame he could only get three 
three votes. Yeah, he might not get three votes um, on this one. He still might. Yeah, um, but I, I thought they did a lot better. Um, not playing Zebel on him, but trying to play people around him and run off him. Exactly. And mm. like you were talking about before with the, the Jordan rules, where you give him his 35 possessions and try and clamp everyone else down. And I think that's what they did. Well, it's um, always been contain Paddy and make yeah. him kick it early because his disposal can let him down yeah. at times. He, he's, his pace as well, he can get away from you as well. Oh, geez, yeah. You don't want to be standing side to side. Yeah. Oh, fuck, the amount of times we kicked across the back line and his pace just yeah. pulled everyone and intercepted. Yep. Why the fuck they kicked near him is beyond me. But... Um, that was, uh, I think it was Scott Thompson, and he's uh, let his displeasure be known with yeah. uh, Patrick Dangerfield, which has given him a two-match uh, holiday. You got two matches for that? Really? Yeah, poor lad. I, I, I missed that um, MRP. Poor lad. Yeah, um, it was uh, two down to one, I believe. Right, there you go. So you got, yeah, you, you'll sit out uh, next week. Yes, yeah, so there's two surprises. One that they gave him two initially, and the second that he's got a good enough record that it gets <laughs> down to one. <laughs> well, he's never really been someone to get reported. He does all the... Oh, he's niggle like He's obviously he, most famous one is deciding to hip and shoulder Barry Hall which while, I love he's doing, him while he's doing <laughs> his boots up. That's poking the bear because the price is too good. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's just... Fuck, mate, you're going to get yourself killed. It's, it's backing yourself as a quick runner. Yeah. <laughs> um, even though Hawkins kicked four, I thought Tarrant did a good job. Yeah, to be honest, and became uh, damaging. But those four were on uh, Thompson, not on. Oh, were they? Not on yeah. Tarrant. Uh, Tarrant was all over him, uh, and vice versa too. Because I think Hawkins gave away about three in the back kicks. Yeah, Thompson uh, no shocker. So when you talk about um, Prius's knee, it was pretty much the same as what Hawkins did to Tarrant in the third quarter, except uh, Hawkins did a full fly kick into <laughs> Tarrant's kidney. Um, although. Hawkins was uh, going with the flight instead of into it, which yeah. and also well, I don't know what Hawkins runs around at, but it's uh, probably probably hundred one hundred five. Yeah, I think Breas is around one twelve. So bit of bit of difference in momentum in the two, but enough that you would, wouldn't want to be in, on the end of either. Yeah, I if if I had my choice, I, I'd rather be facing up against Hawkins though. I think. Yeah, mind you, I, I get killed in three seconds flat anyway. <laughs> so it's much of a muchness. But all I'm saying is, forgot the takedown. <laughs> head movement. Head, head movement. movement. But the thing is, with um, Prius getting off, you know what that sets up for next week? It's the Prius v Mumford show, Ooh. which I am fucking stoked. I'll about. I tell you what, WrestleMania was today, but we might have it again. <laughs> uh, Goldstein, uh, his his ankle may may benefit from another week off. I'm going to say, I think we all benefited from having yeah. another week off. I want to see it. <laughs> oh, it, it it's going to be classic because, you know, it's every every story you want to have. The young rookie coming through, not so young, but whatever. Fuck it, it's a good story. Uh, the bear of a beast of a man ready to, you know, fight on his last few years for a premiership. Fuck, I can't wait. <laughs> I'm, I'm stuck. It's at Blundstone Arena, so uh, oh. eight people see it. Yeah, I'm going to say, I'm not going to bother going to it. <laughs> It'll be a bit of a trek, but it's a family um, event. I'll, I'll, I'll record that one. Yeah, but and by anyway, record, um, I mean I'll watch the highlights later. <laughs> Menzel got uh, four straight, which was a best return from him I've seen in a while. Yeah, he's, he is good. He's I think he kicked four in his uh, comeback game because he's the uh, the lad that's had four knee recos or something like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it is amazing that he's uh, got as long a leg as he does, considering yep. all those ops. Yeah, he's six two for the season, so he two two last week. It's a good return, actually. Yeah. Um, Benny Brown, though, took some screamer marks. Didn't he? And like, uh, the problem was Mad Jack Door was right fucking next to him every yeah. damn time. Yeah. It's a shame, isn't it? Um, injuries are going to keep Mad Jack in the team. Um, yeah. But to be honest, I haven't seen anything yet that justifies his yeah. place on the list. I don't know. He looked to have a bit of a talk through the knee, so 
the only other big bloke coming through is McKay, and he's a, a rookie with uh, no <laughs> no top flight experience. So. Oh, well, throw him against Mumford. See how he goes. Yeah. Fuck it, that's what I reckon. Uh, bring him in. Let uh, he and Prius decide. All right, you got to You want to be the man. You got to beat the man. <laughs> yeah. And uh, maybe a steel chair gets involved. I don't fucking know. It should be great. Worth a shot. See, I think for Dor, you've got to either make a defender out of him or he's, he's not don't bother because he's not going to learn the skills to be able to be an offensive player. I, I don't know how much of my optimism about him is wanting him to be good, but uh, all of it more than likely his highlight reel is brilliant. I think legitimately that's what optimism is. <laughs> <laughs> that's in the Urban Dictionary. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, look, it, if he's if he's out for a couple of weeks, which is entirely possible. I, I don't know if he gets back in the side. Because right now, Brown, Prius, Goldstein, easily in front of him. Yeah. Um, Re- realistically, though, 0-2 for North, they've shown something, though. Yeah. I, yeah. I thought oh, they've actually looked good. It's it's definitely not panic stage. Look at the, the endeavours there. They're, they're not yeah. going to win six games this year, yeah. I don't think. I saw uh, Jai Simpkin. He had a, a shocker from 25 out. Yeah. I actually think it was even less than that. But uh, had a beautiful running goal where he's just palmed off, I think it was even Tui, palmed him off on the on the boundary line, ran four to 50, smacked it right through the middle. And having a, a rookie in his second game have the guts to do that after missing a set shot from 25 out, yeah, I think yeah. it was brilliant. And looks uh, he looks like he could be something. Well, it's going to be that kind of year for North that they try and find players like Simkin or you know find yeah. what they're made of. Yep. Mm. And for West Coast, it's a... Uh, I mean... Uh, Ge- Geelong. Geelong. It's a, a good sort of... Uh, pressure builder for them you know what I mean yeah. it's not going to be easy stallion so they get the one on the belt they, it gives them a bit of confidence in the contest now so play bad and still win yeah. um, you know some area that they lost the game and uh, it is uh, Prus or Prius whatever his fucking name is yeah. um, but I uh, sorry his um, inexperience but I thought really some dumb things happened late in the game uh, we all know with the now you've got to nominate your Ruckman yeah. Geelong opted not to nominate a Ruckman in their own forward 50 and you can even hear the umpire said North only. Yep. So that means you got a free shot at this. Oh, really? Uh, this yeah. ruck. And I thought, okay, here's your chance. Thump it 25 metres forward. And your players know it's yeah. going to go 25 metres forward. Yep. Uh, because it didn't happen once. It happened at least three or four times that I saw. Yeah. Instead, what he decided to do was the tiniest tap down to whoever was running through. Yep. And it's much their fault as it is his. Yeah. Because if you've got a free go at this in your forward 50, push it out. Exactly. To a running man, rather yep. than dropping it at your feet, and yeah. that's how mm. Geelong mm. got the last uh, the last goal. Yeah, well, was they fucked well, it up? What they needed was a Sean Griggs. <laughs> well, Prius smashed it in the hitouts, uh, forty six. Because yeah, he's rocking literally against no one. <laughs> yeah. but I think the next one was uh, Stanley with fourteen, so that's how dominant he was. But uh, yeah, you're right. The the uh, centre clearances were were smashed but, by uh, Geelong. You. You've been told you've got a free shot at this one, and he, yeah. the, the tap would have went twenty centimeters in front of him. Yeah, yeah. Just and it's the midfielders are, are the ones to blame, yeah, really, exactly. Because he's a second gamer. They should know. All right, we've got a free shot at this, mate. Ten meters that way, I'm going to hit it flat out. Yeah. Do you reckon they uh, went into the game thinking that was a possible tactic, though? Never. <laughs> but <laughs> I thinking, mean, hang on, what the fuck are we going to do here? When you're told north only. You've yep. got two seconds to figure it out. Yeah, see, if they slowed, That's plenty. If they slowed Frito, it would have been all over that. <laughs> <laughs> he would have called North yeah. only. <laughs> Brent, Harvey would have, Brent Harvey would have been the one putting his hand up, saying, I got this one. Nah, anyway, it was, it was a, a good loss. I think North actually got more out of it than uh, than the Cats did besides premiership points. Yeah. Well, I thought, um, you know, for North, it was the, one of the few games where I felt like there were no true passengers. Um Marley Williams, yeah. I thought, was uh, also doing pretty well. Yeah, and he had a great. Had, did, yeah. Higgins had the best game I've seen him have in yeah. oh, probably a year. 
Since last season, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, on to uh, Melbourne and, and Carlton. And Carlton looked like they were threatening this for a little bit. But oh, yeah. uh, Melbourne took the fight up to them. Well, Sometimes a little bit too much. Well, I thought this was a game of youngsters stepping up. Yeah, was. I thought that there were some real good signs from both teams. Um, what I found was that, especially in the centre clearances, I thought that Carlton got almost the best of it. But only because, I mean, Gorn's one of the best tap-down ruckmen in the competition. Without but a doubt. There, there was no sort of fighting for position from the Demons players. It was sort yep. of, oh, we'll just see where it goes and then we'll try and get it first. Until we got um, Oliver coming into the middle. Yeah. He's one person that always, like, getting right in the ribs of his opponent, getting in front, make sure he, he's going to be first to the ball. And that proved a big difference in the last last quarter when they actually got in front. We're putting him in the middle. We're really injecting that bit of mongrel into it. Which is almost a shame, because that's why you've got uh, Jones, Lewis, and Viney exactly, there yeah. to, to, yep. to do that. But I'll tell you what, the young lad's standing up. There's two weeks in a row now. He's been yep. clearance king. Yeah, and it's been on the other side as well. Um, the Marchbank for Carlton uh, yep. had a great game. I uh, can't remember the name of the other youngster. Had a gun game, another M1. Had a shocker the week before. Um, anyway. Louis Pla- uh, Lucky Plowman. Plowman, yeah. Plowman it was. Um, yeah, both of them stood up. Uh, even Silvani did a lot, uh, yep. and did a lot off the ball as well, not yep. just being a, a lead-out player. Um, so I thought of both positives of both teams there, and they were the ones that you want. The youngsters coming in, playing a role, sort of, Make an impact on the game instead of just being sort of secondary or op- opportunistic. Um, but it's dumb mistakes has really cost um, yeah. Melbourne this one. Yeah. And uh, Jordan Lewis, okay, he's got a bit of a history of doing this quite literally. Uh, yeah. Um, but Jesse Hogan, it was just absolutely fucking pointless. It was a jumper punch without the jumper. Oh, well, Jesus Christ. Here's the thing, I was looking at it and I mean, my first instinct was a bit of admiration. I was like, that was a <laughs> great instinct. Like, just that step back, overhand left. Like Conor McGregor style. I thought Conor McGregor would be really proud of that punch. Is it Conor V. Aldo? Yeah, exactly. Exactly like yeah. that. But then you're like, hang on. No, football. <laughs> not the same rules. And two metres in front of the umpire. Exactly. Yeah. Not, I mean, not that it matters these days yeah. with the cameras, but... And he was getting the best of his opponent too, so it wasn't really necessary. You know hey, what I mean? He kicked a couple of nice goals. Yeah. He's having a good but day. presenting down the field. He did yeah. an excellent job, like pulling his, pulling his opponent down the field and, and giving himself a bit of space, running towards goal, opening it up for lots of the young players to... to drop down there and kick goals but he, he can't challenge it yeah exactly he's got to cop it yep. what I did find funny too is for years and years Lewis has had a reputation let's be honest and uh, people have called him names under the sun but all of a sudden yep. he goes to Melbourne and all Melbourne supporters think he's great I thought he was unlucky yeah and then they're like, <laughs> oh that's bullshit he shouldn't get it he should have got you know a fine and then no no he broke Cripps' yeah, jaw like, our lawyers will get him off yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we could tie yeah, this up say, Supreme he broke his jaw what I do love is um so Lewis got uh, suspended, yeah, and then there was the free kick on uh, Friday night with the rush behind. Yeah, um, both supporters of those teams found a way to blame Hawthorne for it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's still a bit exaggeration of the worst call ever. Like we've seen some shit calls. These were uh, the worst calls ever. Yeah, uh, the push in the back on Poppy was one of the worst calls ever. It's right up there. Uh, it's up there, but yeah. we're still seeing some absolute wrong calls, you know yeah. what I mean? Like that yeah. one, you're like, oh, I can see how you could have taken it that way, but it's wrong. <laughs> I, I haven't seen that call, but I'm going to assume it was deserved. Yeah. Also, Garlett had a great game. Uh, four quarters he played. So. Oh, that chase down tackle right at the end. Incredible. Incredible. Unbelievable. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, what was disappointing was not every man went to pat him on the head yep. after kick that goal. Yeah, exactly. That was fantastic. Uh, not really game winning, but it yep. put the nail in the coffin. He did. Plenty of like little bits here and there to really um, ter- turn the, the momentum around for, for yep. the D's. Um, and then uh, Petraka, uh, he was so good around his feet and ankles. Like yeah. for a big man, very, very agile, very, very Petraka. sort of. Yeah, Petraka. Yeah. He's still a big lad. Very he's dexterous. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's only like 19, 20 years old, isn't he? No, he's, uh, if that, I think yeah, he's only 18. Second year. Yeah. 
So, um, yeah, really good around his ankles. Um, I thought yeah, he was really impressive. And obviously, um, Christian Salem had a great game as well. Mm. I thought Gorm was a bit quiet, to be honest. Yeah, well, like, by his standards. By I his mean, standards. You know, like Cruiser, I think, uh, Gorm probably won that duel, but not by as much as I thought he would. Well, Cruiser made him, made him be accountable for him down mm. the field too. Like, mm. Cruiser presented himself across that half-forward line, like I was saying last week. Cruiser loves a shot at goal. He's a great yeah. mark. He's a good, he's a good mm. mark, and like, you mark. can't sleep on him. You can't no. sleep on him, because he will burn you across the other side of the he, ground. He's a very mobile yeah. bloke for someone his size. And also, I found that Carlton's ability to spread the ground was very good as well yep. in order to try and get that fast running game and it's all about what I noticed is that we talked about it last year as well is that this fast running game depends on getting that ball to the flanks the back flanks that way you can open up the field ahead of you yeah. and go both ways and opens up the corridor as well because you spread yep. their zone and that's one thing that, that Carlton were doing very well until Melbourne clamped down and then yeah. they sort of turned the tie by doing that but I do think for this match this is a net positive for Carlton yeah yeah definitely like you know it hurts to lose especially when you know you, you were in the game in the third quarter, but I, oh. I think a lot of their good players had good games. Yeah, they've just got to get some their skill errors still yeah. around the place. But they're a young side. Exactly. Um, and if you take last year and this year um, and, and combine them, they've already won more games than I thought they would in the two mm. years. So <laughs> yeah. um, the, the improvements there. And like I said, Plowman and um, Marchbank especially are going to be an absolute giant duo. Yep. To, for years to come yeah. right Reader now well. they're, they're like you know newborn giraffes just exactly. running around falling yeah. over everywhere but uh, in a couple of years it's going to be they're going to be the tightest defence going in the league mm-hmm. they're missing that clutch win the game for us player but uh, one of them could very easily emerge yeah, from say, their current the, match he's, he's probably there he's probably 20 years old you know, yeah. Cripps might be that guy I mean he's going to be an absolute star yeah. or uh, it could be uh, young Kerno yeah. um, or, or Silvani and Kerno played a good four quarters as well never yeah. gave up uh, Murphy, uh, Ed, you mean? Or? Yeah, Ed. Yeah, yeah. Um, on to the final ga- uh, game of the round, and there's not much we really need to say about Power versus Frio. Um, Power were absolutely dominant from the opening bounce. Yep. Um, Robbie Gray kicked six. six. What do you have? Twenty-eight touches or somewhere thereabouts. He had Sorry, as many was... touches as he fucking wanted. It didn't get out of third gear. Thirty touches. Thirty touches. Yeah, six goals, thirty touches, seven yeah. marks. And to be honest, I, I thought it, it looked like he could give a harder effort if he wanted to. Yeah, yep. Um, which says about how good he is and how shithouse uh, Frio were. Mm. It was good to see uh, young Bietti get uh, yeah, 11 touches, two goals, three. Yeah, not too bad. Could have been a bit more accurate around goals. Found but, you a know. bit of it. And uh, Salt and Pepper, given the don't argues again. Oh, how can't good does that look? I'll tell you what. Second Dustin, game. Unbelievable. They've, only, they've started uh, recording broken tackles only in the last five or six years. So Dustin's yep. got the record. Pal- uh, salt and pepper is going to have it before long. Yep. I put him in my dream team, not knowing who the fuck he was, and I'm fucking stoked now. I put him in there Monday, that's for sure. <laughs> I tell you what, the old uh, rising star, you got the nomination in round one. Mm. Um, yep. I don't think they've announced who got round two yet. He again. <laughs> yeah. Um, I tell you what, he's going to give it a shake because he, he's playing. He's playing 22 games. Exactly. Yeah, that's, that's for sure. And he, for sure. his body's right. His body's ready for it. So he's not. Uh, yeah, he's not walking in out of the under 18s like uh, mm. you know, waiting to see the weights room. Yep. He's, he's ready and uh, he's dominating yeah and Frio you just don't know where do they start sort of this uh, rebuild well, yeah. can we say that word the thing was they had the ball like look at uh, Neil Hill and Fife all had 30 plus touches yeah yeah, and that's where it, that's where, where it ended uh, but uh, you're right between the three of them though I don't think there's a Brownlow vote there no no I can't, no, can't agree. with that that scoreline but jeez if you had have said uh, after you know two rounds Hinkley's under less pressure than Lyon 
this yeah. year, at the start of the season. Yep. yep. It would have been a bet that I would have taken because uh, I would have thought it's home and hose. No, they're looking great. Yeah, and it's no surprise. Looks like we're completely wrong about Port. <laughs> <laughs> and also, any optimism about Frio misplaced? One hundred percent. Optimistic I think... five could end up in a Tigers game. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, he won't. If this continues, it'll be a captain move out. Well, mm. like you said, they, they did say, you know, the the results might mean, you know, if he stays or if he goes. Jesus Christ, I think they're already packing in the bags for him. Yeah. And they're like, sorry, Fife, we don't deserve you. Can you <laughs> bet on it? You think there's 21 other players going, fuck the cunt. <laughs> the virgin dog. <laughs> well, there's at least one ex-player anyway. <laughs> yeah. uh, all right, so that, that wraps up the round nine, uh, sorry, round two, uh, the, the nine games. So we'll have a quick look at round three going ahead. Um, I'm, I'm super pumped for this round. I think it'll be fantastic. Uh, okay, we'll start with the Swans sitting in 15th versus Crazy. Uh, Collingwood sitting in 11th. And that's uh, what I like. Both are 0-2. Yep. Um, Which means uh, Sydney has something to prove at home. Well, don't they? I mean, Sydney are going to come out and gonna absolutely thump Collingwood <sighs> because the next two weeks they've got GWS at West Coast. And if Sydney lose Ooh. this, 0-5 that's is a tough. real chance. Yeah. But there's no chance that Sydney loses this. I don't think so No either. chance. I, I, I think they'll make a statement, and I think that statement will be, fuck you. Yeah. Um, which could we could see uh, another hundred point drubbing, which uh, will be. I, I want to see Bucks's optimism after that. I, I I think Buddy's got ten in him. Yeah, and that's the thing is that who makes up on Buddy from that team? I don't know who put on there. You no, can't. So, so all three of us are tipping an absolute Sydney whitewash. Yep, they're probably fucked then. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think Goldsack maybe pushing but... pushing the odds out for us. <laughs> no, you, you've got to have three or four people running off him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, North hosting GWS down in uh, Tassie, like you said. Uh, Mumford versus Bruce. It's, I mean, that's the highlight. Uh, I, I, I'm willing to say that GWS will go in probably dollar three favourites. Um, even though North have got a, a reasonable record down in Bloodstone, it, it'll be, you know, irrelevant, essentially. Do you remember the game last year? Was it uh, Gorn and, um, versus uh, God, Goldstein? Goldstein. When they had that uh, that massive fucking wind, yeah, yeah, um, it, it made the game pointless. Well, it made the game interesting. Because well, the West Coast was, one was the biggest wind, it, yeah. Before, um, but this one it made it interesting because it was just so different because we don't yeah. see that anymore. Yeah, but uh, that was I think it was one hundred and twenty to one hundred and thirty then scores being something stupid like that. Yeah. Um, so I hope we just get a clear day. Yeah, um, and, and see some skills. Ironically, it's, you could get better uh, weather down there than up at the Gabba. Yeah, yep. yeah well, it's true. Um, because I think Giants are going to do it easy, but if if it's a clear day, I think we'll actually get to see more of uh, the run and carry that we've seen from North. And yep. they, they can actually, again, honourable losses, maybe, you know, a, a backhanded compliment. Yeah. But as long as you see that endeavour um, from them, you, you're going to be happy. I don't sure. think Giants will do it easy. I, think, I do believe they will do it. But I think uh, watching Taron on uh, Cameron, Cameron, I think it'll be yeah, a yeah. fantastic watch up. Uh, without Patton there, um, he, he's still going to be injured, I think. I think so. Yeah. Um, it's going to be fantastic to watch that. Let's be honest, that's sitting down at Tassie. Yeah, yeah, and then fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> Heath Shaw, who's probably going to be standing on either Brown or, or Higgins. Yeah. I reckon he runs, goes to Higgins. Oh, maybe, maybe. I think Brown. Are you, you're going to send um, Phil Davis to Brown. Yeah, I'd yeah, say so. you have to. He's yeah. going to be, and he'll uh, obviously in the air can't beat him. Yeah. But, but um, if Goldstein does fun. come back, uh, Prius will be down there as well, or Goldstein. So yeah. one of them's going to pick him up. I don't know. Uh, I can't. I do kind of hope that Goldstein takes another week off, just because we, you know, we want him right, and uh, I, I don't want him fucking injured for any extensive period. Yeah, uh, tanking, going for draft picks. That's all that's happening there. Uh, um, Richmond are hosting West Coast at the MCG. 
Oh, this uh, is going to be a great one too. I'll tell you what, if Richmond get up over this one, forget about it. The bandwagon gonna, is in full effect. They're going to burn lose. down the MCG. The thing is, lose. I actually think it's possible. I think they're going to win this. I'm I th- tipping Richmond here. I think it's possible. There's no way I'm tipping Richmond. Yeah. No, I'm on it. <laughs> I'm on it. I, I could see Dusty just fending off every fucker in the whole team and the first few rows as well. I think we're going to be tough to find uh, an answer for Kennedy kicking goals down back there. It's going to be... I mean, got, well, you got Rance. We've you got, got the only man. We've got yeah. Rance, but I mean, behind that, there's not a whole lot else. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, I'm, I'm seeing Nankivis having a day out. Gaff down there as well, and uh, it's going to be tough. Well, lack of big men to me hurts uh, West Coast. Doesn't it? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Jonathan Giles isn't really the most cerebral of... Uh, <laughs> The ruckman that's going around, and that's saying something. I'd love to see Richmond go tall, put all of them in there, put Marys back in there, <laughs> troll. <laughs> see, I'm honestly, I think Richmond are going to get this one. Uh, hopefully, a bit of change up of weather as well might help us out. I think it's a clear day. We're going to be tough because West Coast skills are pretty slick. Once they get that, yeah. So uh, hopefully, yeah, a bit of drizzle, a bit of something to make it interesting, and I think we've got a shot. Well, all, all tough I'm sa- different, though. All I'm saying is, uh, if Richmond get up. Hardwick's going to sign a contract that, <laughs> yep. that day. Yeah, I, I reckon he won't even get to the Channel Seven interview before he signs. It. Do you reckon his agent will be uh, Mickey Martin? No, Mickey uh, Malloy. Mick Malloy, Malloy will be his agent. Yeah, I was, Mick Martin as an agent would be pretty shit. I, say, I, I think. I think <laughs> Mick Malloy as an agent probably work well for him. If they win this game and Mick Malloy is his agent, Tigers are broke. <laughs> They've just got themselves out of debt. They're going back in. So we'll mortgage, mortgage the clubhouse. <laughs> And Mick Malloy gets a job as assistant coach or something. Uh, Geelong are hosting Melbourne at Etihad. Melbourne just won a game there two weeks ago, so they finally figured out the ground. Yep. I think this is a belter too. This is a cracker. I think it was. Um, oh, yeah. Yep. Lewis and Hogan out it really hurts Melbourne. Yep. I think it, it absolutely crucifies them. It's just killed Mark Steitman and I hopefully, but yeah. Melbourne and those kids stand up, but it's tough to stand up against that Geelong squad. Yeah. So. No, I, I still see uh, Gorn as... You know, had a moderate uh, week before, but I think he'll just kill McAvoy. He needs to. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Fucking uh, uh, Blitzarves and whoever else is rucking Stanley, there. Stanley. Stanley. Yeah. yeah, I don't think Smith is back. Did he play Not last sure. week? Not don't sure. think so. I don't think okay. Zach Smith played, yeah. Um, which w- w- would be better for Geelong, obviously. But um, yep. yeah, yeah, Gorn's their, their chance. Yeah, mm, and uh, look, you need the kids to step up, Oliver, to keep on putting putting his best foot forward, but it's going to be a uphill battle. Yeah, against yeah. Selwood and Dangerfield. Uh, yeah. Is Bernie Vince back? Not sure. I believe he only had a one week, so I think he is back. I think so. Well, they need him because Lewis yeah. is gone, and there's yep. one of your great distributors. Mm. Um, and Hogan's your, obviously your target, so maybe it's the big, uh, the homeless dude. What's his name? Spencer up forward yeah. in the goal square. Yep. But still, I mean, Mackie and Lonergan are going to absolutely devour that forward line. Yeah. So I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be a good game. I do think Geelong will probably have a bit too many guns, but uh, I think it's going to be another one of those uh, decided in the final five minutes sort of games. Which I'm, I'm really looking forward to. Oh, look, I hope so. Yeah, yeah I hope so. I, I, I see it the other way. I think Geelong are going to run over them. But yeah, I, if it's still alive in the final five minutes, I mean, that's all you can ask for. Yep. Uh, on to the showdown number who gives a fuck. 1v2. 1v2, Port versus Adelaide. Um, I think it's it's dumb to say this is match of the round. Uh, it's <laughs> quite obvious. But yep. uh, Jesus Christ, this is going to burn oh, Adelaide It's going to be standing room only. It, it, yeah, it's going yeah. to be amazing. There'll be that many people lining up for an eight dollar uh, West End. Uh, it'll be it'll be astounding. It, it's going to set the town afire. It'll be fantastic. I've uh, I don't get worked up for showdowns like the whole state does. Yeah. Um, but this one, I'm disappointed that I won't be able to watch it. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Well, I, think like, the crows, I think the crows. I think crows get over the line, but um, it's not a certainty, and it's going to be not by any game. stretch. 
Well, I'm tipping Crows too, but I, I think it's going to be a fantastic game, as they always are at showdowns with such pride on the line. I think if Jenkins plays, their Crows are guaranteed. Um, if he doesn't, it's it's toss a coin. I think they'll just play into Port's uh, game plan, won't it? Because yeah. they'll be able to try and run off their feet and not have to worry about um, yeah. losing in the air. And, and again, Jacobs will be the key. Yeah, in, in the ruck. Jeez, rucks. We, we said at the start of the year, rucks are going to be so important this year. With yeah, the change in rules. Uh, it's turning out that yeah. well. We were right. So, no, 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 no. The bottom side, Frio. Uh, We've got the Bulldogs visiting, and Bulldogs lost their last trip over to um, yeah, they, Domain Stadium to play Frio. No, they're not losing this one. This will be an absolute bloodbath. <laughs> yeah, I think the Bulldogs still haven't got out. Of, well, actually, no, they played well last uh, last Friday night. Um, but uh, yeah, I think they're they've been tuning up for this one. Yeah, no, yeah, I won't cry for this. This is the second bloodbath this week I'm tipping, and I'll be happy to watch both of them. Saints hosting Brisbane Lions. Um, Saints are looking for their first win, and so are the Lions. So we've got a. Oh and oh, oh and two versus oh and two. But I think this game also promises a fair bit because both teams show, have shown bits. Absolutely, they have. Yeah. But uh, I think this will be one that either team thinks is gettable, and both will really depend on that second tier of player finding another gear. Well, so we could see a player emerge for this season in this game. The Saints are coming back from uh, Perth um, from last week, right? So it'll be interesting to see how they run out at the end of the game, but. Yeah, it's yeah. it's gettable for Brisbane. I'm tipping the Saints, but it's yep. it's still gettable. So I'm going Brisbane. I think they'll do an upset. Uh, I think Saints are the better team, but I think Brisbane will get, are going to want it more. See, I think Saints will get over line only because of that sort of Eddie had advantage that they'll, yeah. they'll have over. Them. I, I think there. that'll be it. Yeah. Uh, Carlton and Essendon at the MCG. Uh, it's going to be good this one. There's going to be a big crowd because yep. Essendon are up and about. Um, even though it's a Carlton home game, I think Essendon fans might outnumber them. Yeah. Again, yeah. I think this could be a cracker. Yeah, I, I think that Essendon are going to have too much class. I think so too, but uh, either way, if Carlton get up, and uh, it, it's because they've deserved it, and they'll have earned their first win, where it's Essendon get up, well, they're kind of back in it. So yeah. I think this game will, will lack class, and that's why I'll be entertaining. <laughs> Maybe so. <laughs> well, but either way, as long as it's a nice, tight, hard-fought contest, yeah, yeah, I'll be happy. Sure, Do you remember sure. that it was Carlton Frio last year? It was the worst game of football ever. Yep. <laughs> and it was so funny, it was, it was watchable. Yeah, yeah. I remember the, the last half was actually quite entertaining. I won't, I won't complain if that happens again. Yep. And finally, Gold Coast are hosting Hawthorne. Gold Coast are every fucking chance. Yep, so they this, really are. To me, this is only the only... The least looking forward to game of the round, I'd say. But... Um, even so, it, anything can happen, especially up there at Metricon, where there's every chance the you know could be underwater. ground <laughs> might be fucking lost or something. I don't know. Well, contested marks is where Hawthorne got killed last week, and um, it's the one thing that uh, Gold Coast can actually do. Yeah, I, oh, this is such a danger game for Hawthorne, um, and if they lose it, that's zero and three. Um, with tough weeks coming, yeah, um, it's not looking good for the old Hawkers. Although somehow I think Clarkson's going to be safe for another year. I think he'll be right. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, it'll still be a watchable game. You, you think? Oh, yeah, the, it'll be the least watchable of the round. Uh, but uh, when you've got dangerously you know, close to it, when you've got eight other absolute crackers, you can afford to give yourself a bit of a shitty dessert. Um, both teams again on zero and two. Uh, I think if Rocket's coaching for his career, just about already. Yeah. Um, even though you know Gold Coast don't really have the money to pay him out, <laughs> at some stage you know, the AFL is going to force their hand again. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, geez, they'd have to be looking at this one as we've got a chance now. And yeah. they've never beaten Hawthorne, so... Really? They've got, they got a real chance. And Hawthorne will have a few more outs, too. I think uh, Broken Jaw to Birchall. Yep. Um, and Shields, Smith, both got uh, knocks during the game. Shit. So, uh, yeah, again, I'm going to tip Hawthorne, but would not be surprise me one bit. 
if yeah. Gold Coast got up. I think Hawthorne are going to the line, but uh, like you said, anything can happen. All right, that's uh, that'll do it for round yeah. three. Be a fantastic weekend, so you know, set it all aside, watch the footy. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Have a great one. Bye. Peace. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive set of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.